1: You are listening to the animation addicts podcast with the rotoscopers episode 112 best of 2015 rotoscopers awards with roto trivia and our special guest chad lewis Welcome, welcome, welcome to the this is the Animation Addicts podcast with the Rotoscopers, Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, Don Bluth, and everything in between. You are here, and we are celebrating the best of 2015. We have my lovely co-host. My name is Chelsea Robson, by the way. I have my lovely co-host Morgan Stradling and Mason Smith, as well as a special guest with a Mr. Chad Lewis. Of YouTube fame, Lou Tunes. Wow, oh. the Lou Tunes? Holy cow! The Lou uh, Well
2: Chelsea uses the term "fame" very loosely there, but um, <laughs> I appreciate well, it all the same.
1: Here's here's the thing about about Chad is he makes animation reviews in, and an in in-depth um, top ten top ten movies and drawing videos and even just in the few short years that we have been acquainted with him he's gone from like a, a measly 50,000 subscribers or so to now over 330,000 subscribers. of way. Holy cow. Can we give a round of applause right there? Yay! Yay. To Thanks that. guys. <laughs> That's, That's nice so season. awesome. No, we were just... I. It's been one of those really fun things to watch it skyrocket like that. Because it's like, yeah, go, well, go Lutunes. <laughs> well, thank yeah, you. My name is Chad,
3: but I like to call you
1: Lutunes, which I'm <laughs>
4: I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what, do, what do we call you? Because Lutunes it's, doesn't sound like a name for a person.
2: Yeah, it's one of those things, you know, like it's like your old AOL screen name where like you made it one day and you're like, this isn't going to be something. And then you're like, oh, it's something and I'm stuck Aww. with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: kind of like
0: <laughs> but yeah,
2: I mean, half the people in the comments call me Chad, half the people call me Lou or Lou whatever. Whatever you prefer. How about Louie? <laughs> sure, sure, you can call me uh, anything you like.
0: So All give right. a
3: background about how you got into YouTube and your love for animation and just, <clears throat> you know, everything about
2: Yeah, yeah. Precisely, uh, it's, it's a bit of a long story, but I'll try to um, you know, just hit the the main points but um, you know growing up you know just doodling and drawing I'm, like the thing I've always wanted to do uh, was to become an animator and um, I taught myself to animate in like middle school like using Flash and a website called Newgrounds if you've heard of it it's kind of like an amateur animator uh, website where I got my start under a different name that is even more embarrassing than Lootunes um <laughs> <laughs> and I put all these animations up on there and just, you know, I've been obsessed with animation forever. Especially, like, I was raised on, like, the 80s. Even though I was born, like, in the late, late 80s, um, I was, like, raised on, like, reruns of, like, Thundercats and G.I. Joe and, um awesome. you know, all those good all those good guys. Um So, yeah, I always wanted to be an animator. And time went on, and I was still animating on Newgrounds for a while. And I kind of, like, buckled a little bit on... Uh, do the animation thing, and I was like, when like as I was graduating, going to, to college, I was like, ah, I didn't know what I should do because my innate drawing skills aren't that great, but like my sense of like writing and production is probably my stronger sense. So I ended up going to school for um, uh, for graphic design and digital media, and that's kind of the trajectory I went. So I didn't have like the animation um, like vibe that I wanted. Oh, my dog's barking. No, I'm just kidding. That's not my dog. It's a little, actually a my little dog. trick for you for you viewers. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so yeah, I didn't end up going in that direction. I ended up uh, going going a different direction. So my YouTube channel, long story short, kind of became like my outlet for um animation stuff. And um for the very old school Lutons viewers, you'll know that my channel used to be like just like my own animations, which are very subpar. And if you dig far enough back into my video history, you'll you'll see those. Um, most of my did delete, though. Uh, but, yeah, so the cool thing was, like, I had all these animations, I was on Newgrounds for a really long time, just kind of cutting my teeth, trying to be someone on the internet scene, and, uh, la, 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 la. eventually I made, like, a video, I'm like, wouldn't be fun to do, like, a top ten countdown video, and I made that, it ended up being way more popular even than, um my enemies stuff so I kind of transitioned to that and I'm like wow this is way more fun anyways and I'm like better as like a production person anyways so that's what it became and that's and here I am attaboy on Yay. the rotoscoper is the
4: highest honor you can Oof. have <laughs> that, was a, that was a mouthful there I'm out of breath
1: hey Jane
0: <laughs> you, you said here yeah,
4: yeah that's I really don't know what she's barking at she's kind of going crazy Hold on, there might be an intruder.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so this episode, this is different from our normal episodes. Our normal episodes, we review an animated film, or present, every episode, and we have a great time doing it, but at the end of the year, we like to mix it up a little bit and do just a, a summary episode, a year in review. Normally, we did a best of episode, but... Uh, where we would take the best clips and funniest moments from all the different podcast episodes, but this year we decided to mix it up a little bit and uh, do some new things. So this is going to be really exciting. We are going to give the winners to the Rotoscopers Awards, which is where all the readers of therotoscopers.com go and they they make their they submit their ballots for who they think are the champions in animation that year. And then also, we are going. We did this year we were doing a survey uh, where hardcore listeners of the show submitted all of these questions, uh, and then we brought Chad on as our as our uh, unbiased or, or what's <laughs> Not unbiased. But anyways, he is unbiased. going. I'm to... unbiased.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm neutral. <laughs>
3: so he can give us that quiz. None of us have looked at it. We don't know any of the questions, so it should be pretty fun. But before we do that, we are going to jump into something called Catch and Fire.
4: Catch Um, and Fire?
5: Yeah. Well then, how about a quick round of Catch and Fire? Catch and Fire? You mean me? You're
4: the only one with enough (laughs)
3: So, Mason, take it away. All
4: right, catch and fire, Louie. The catch and fire is like a a rapid-fire get-to-know-you thing, so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and your job is to just answer them as quickly as you can. And so if you feel uncomfortable at any point, good. That's kind of what this is supposed to do. (laughs) So here we go.
3: First answer that comes to your head, say it.
4: All right, let's 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 do it. Even if it's inappropriate, it could be a curse word. I'm just kidding. The, the way these are formatted, they, they should be.
0: <laughs> there shouldn't be.
4: There shouldn't be? that one. Hold on. Okay. First animated movie you remember seeing? Robin Hood. All right. Favorite cartoon growing up?
2: It's, it's, it's tough. Thundercats or G.I. Joe? Can't choose. All right. All right. All right.
4: Favorite animated movie?
2: It's easy. Just your favorite animated movie. Nostalgic, yeah. Nostalgic reasons. I gotta go. uh, GI Joe uh, animated movie or Robin Hood.
4: Hello. Favorite animator slash artist.
2: Um, I'm gonna go just Don Bluth.
4: Okay. Favorite animation studio.
2: I'm liking Leica a lot right now. Oh, you like a Leica. All
4: right, Disney or Pixar. Um, Disney. Okay. Uh, Leica or Studio Ghibli? Uh, Leica, right now. Okay. Disneyland or Disney World? World. Land creeps me out. It's an unpopular <laughs> opinion, but I'm, I'm creeped out by Disneyland. Okay, <laughs> as long as we're going about, about that later. later. All right. Disney princesses or princes? Princesses. All right. Heroes or villains? Villains. Stitch or Tinkerbell? Tinkerbell. Oh, so that's a really telling one. Okay, Mickey, Goofy or Donald?
2: I I don't really like any of those guys that much. Oh, I'll go Goofy for uh for a Goofy movie's sake. All
4: right. Oh, All right. Uh, favorite animated? Oh, Powerline is great. All right. This one's kind of random. Favorite animated dog. Goddard. From what? That's Jimmy Neutron's robot <laughs> dog. Uh... <laughs>
0: From what?
4: <laughs> Favorite obscure animated character. Um oh
2: my god, I have so you know many. Deflator mouse. Deflator mouse. Easy. That's uh <laughs> Deflator Mouse is uh, the one of the superheroes that inhabits the ticks world of inept oh, superheroes. The <laughs> and he is the most inept of all the superheroes and yet the most cocky. He's basically Batman, if Batman was like terrible at his job.
4: Oh that's great. People are anthropomorphic a la Zootopia.
2: Wow, that's hard.
4: It's Robin Hood, really?
2: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I keep going back to. But ultimately, on the, say... on the whole, I'd, on the whole, I'd go with uh, people because I think more more
4: movies are like people as characters. What What are the Thundercats? They're like cats with the build of human beings. They're just like humans with like
2: cat face paint, really. I mean, but uh, in the 2011 Thundercats, they made a bigger... (laughs) They all took uh,
4: took Polyjuice Potion from that one Slytherin chick, but it was actually her cat. And it just (laughs) lasted forever. Sounds about right. (laughs) Songs in animated films or no songs? Oh, always songs. All right. The Great Pumpkin or The Headless Horseman? Pretty
2: good. The Great Pump... Like, is that Charlie Brown or the... Like, versus just the Headless Horseman himself? Which would you choose? Uh, horseman?
0: All right, all right. Rock. <laughs> I'm just
4: kidding. Like one. Uh, who would win in a fight? King Fergus from Brave or Stoic the Vast from How to Train a Dragon? Oh,
2: come on. You're asking the wrong guy about this one, but Stoic all the way.
4: Oh, Stoic the Vast. All right, you don't, uh, want, wish you you don't prefer... want to get me going, I'm brave. All right, all right. Which do you prefer, Snow White or Sleeping Beauty? Sleeping Beauty. Okay, Princess Tiana or Mulan? Mulan. Ooh. Okay, who would win in a fight, Frozone or Elsa from Disney's Elsa. Frozen? Oh, Elsa. okay, you already know who Elsa was? Okay, good. Some people have to be reminded. All right. <laughs> Do you prefer
2: summer releases or winter releases? Uh, I, I don't care.
4: <laughs> Is that an option? Can care? I say that? Yes. Yeah, I'm just ready. These are all going into a database, by the way. Okay, <laughs> Rasputin or Dr. Facilier? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, Facilier. Okay, very good. Likes Facilier. All right. Uh, okay, this was this is a kicker. Hunchback of Notre Dame Two, Return of Jafar, or Cinderella Two? Um, am I
2: allowed to ask for a rebriefing on Cinderella 2's plot? I've seen like two Cinderella sequels, but isn't they were it, really
4: random. Isn't and it I don't just know. a bunch of isn't it like three mini films where yeah. she pretty much puts up with her really crappy stepsisters? Yep. Okay, it's that. And then Hunchback Two, and then what was the other one? Hunchback Two, he gets another hunch, and no, Return
2: of Jafar. Oh yeah, what? I'll go with Return of Jafar. That actually has a couple decent songs in it. The... Yeah,
4: Jafar actually has a song in it. Besides, but that wasn't cut, you know. You're only second rate, something like I that. I always, always remember that that line about his thumb being number one. And also, yeah, yeah. They really had a hard time figuring out lyrics for this guy. <laughs> anyway, just make him sing Metallica. That's a great. Those, those are great <laughs> villain songs. Anyway, um, Jafar singing Master of Puppets or um, Enter Sandman. Okay, so that is Catching Fire, everybody. That is you passed. That is I Chad Lewis. You. Wow, you
1: congratulations!
4: Portrait of to Chad Lewis. There it is. Fifty-two
0: out of fifty-two. Well
2: done! I lived. <laughs> I did it. You made a that was a close one.
3: We were All fixing right. to boot you.
2: I almost didn't make it. We were <laughs> fixing
4: to boot you, Ganon ban you, flame you, anything. <laughs>
3: the rotoscopers awards so this is we like i mentioned we pulled all the readers of rotoscopers.com and listeners of the animation addicts podcast and we gave them the opportunity to tell us what they thought were the best performers in animation this year so it's kind of like our own version of the annie awards but we don't have as many categories and there's some things that are related to the website specifically and the podcast so it's a lot of fun so Margaret
4: wins best rotoscoper every year. I think it's a little rigged. <laughs> <laughs> but I always win
1: prettiest.
3: <laughs> ah, so, Chelsea, take it away. Let's go into this.
1: All right. So the first category for all of those who joined in, we had over 250, I think, people um, for. So this was a very cool thing. So the first one was Best Animated Movie Trailer. And so we went through all of the major films that came out this year. So the first one, Strange Magic, come on, Um, Spongebob Movie, Home, Shaun the Sheep, Inside Out, Minions, Hotel Transylvania 2, The Peanuts Movie, and The Good Dinosaur. Alright,
3: so the winner for this category, the Best Animated Trailer of the Year, was The Good Dinosaur. It had...
2: Wow,
4: my word.
3: I'm already pulling a Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Wait, did you give it to the wrong dinosaur?
3: (laughs) Well, on on my thing, it lists The Good Dinosaur. I thought it had listed these from top to bottom, but no, it's just some random order, so I actually need to look at the pie graph with 39.8% of the votes. It is Inside Out. Who had
2: Inside Out! Okay.
3: okay. Sorry, Columbia. Sorry about that.
2: I don't want... I'm not going to... I promise I'm not going to weigh in on everything we talk song, about here, there but there's one thing that I wanted to say more? about uh, the trailers here. Yeah. Do you guys remember the, like, little short that Home released? Yes. Where yes. It was like they were going to the different planets, wow. and Steve Martin was doing, like, all this improv, and there was, like, that guy that teared up every time they went to a new planet. I thought it was, like, the funniest thing ever, and it got me, like, super hyped for home. Yeah. It was, like the, I, I thought that was, like, the best uh, hype thing of the year. I'm not going to weigh in on everything, that all these categories, but that was one thing that I was going to write that whole thing, and I'm like, eh, I can just talk about it on the on the show. But I loved that
4: thing. It wasn't yeah, really, a movie, but... I really enjoyed it, and it's it's hard. It's, like... Animation studios choose different formats for their teasers. Like it could be like a small short that actually connects to the actual film, like the Scraptastrophe, Cosmic stra- Scraptastrophe, or it could be uh, more of a preview, like The Good Dinosaur or uh, Hotel Transylvania 2, or it could have been totally haphazard and probably put together by some terrible intern, like Strange Magic. <laughs> and um, and then oh, I can't even talk about SpongeBob because I made a I made like a reaction video to it and I got a lot of backlash from the SpongeBob fanatics. I'm a SpongeBob fanatic, but I, I don't know. I haven't even seen the film, so I guess I can't judge.
1: See, I, I thought the Peanuts movie was probably the one that made the most of a made the most of a, a ripple effect. I felt like everyone was talking about Peanuts when it first came out.
0: Huh.
1: So.
2: Do you think that's because of the like animation style that it was adapted into, or because mm-hmm. of? The,
0: uh...
1: Because everyone was so worried about it. They were just like, what are they going to do? How are they going to make this 3D? And then they just... You saw it, and you're like, oh, my gosh. This is amazing. So.
2: I still have to see that, by the way.
4: Yes, you do? This movie? Penis, yeah. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Actually, we had uh, we had an animation confessions on our 100th episode where it was revealed that I hadn't seen, like, some really important Disney films. <laughs> That's all right. Hello, the Starscoffers community was forgiving. we so, will uh, <laughs> forgive you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, it. this one, next one's for best marketing campaign. The nominees <laughs> are SpongeBob SquarePants, Sponge Out of Water, Inside Out, uh, Minions, Hotel Transylvania 2, and The Peanuts movie. I wonder who
3: All right. Know. What do you guys there were some,
4: think? The, Minions had some pretty aggressive marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Best like a marketing gimme.
0: campaign,
4: or like best marketing is in the one that doesn't annoy us the most, or the one that we like the it's most, or the to... one that was the most successful? Because
0: it's someday, open to whatever.
4: there may come a day, and this day may never come, but Minions just might overtake Frozen as most lucrative animated film ever, and it's True. mostly due to their marketing campaign. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 that's that's giving him less credit. I actually didn't think.
1: Um, I actually didn't think the movie was that bad.
3: We've been talking about Minions. I'll just cut to the chase. It was with 30... Oh, gosh. I am not very good at this. (laughs) Second place with 33.9% of the votes was Minions. However, the sharing results with 35.7% of the votes was Inside Out. Oh! You know, I must say...
4: Do you think some of these are biased towards how much how much we actually liked the actual movie?
3: That's what I sometimes think. I sometimes saw readers and listeners of the rotoscopers they just say you know I liked this movie the most so this is what I picked, um, but that's okay. Minions came in second place and Inside Out was very very good. So there we go. There you had it. Next category.
1: Hmm. Chad, if you'd like to take this oh, one. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs>
2: Just enjoying the the podcast there for a second. Uh, Okay, best quote. Stop enjoying it. (laughs) (laughs) Best quote our line. Oh, man, I wrote one in here, I think, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, Take her to the moon for me, bing-bong inside out. I'm even part dolphin. Dolphin, incoherent squealing, bing-bong inside out.
4: You got to do it right. You got to act it out, man. I I don't remember. You should have done this one. (laughs) I never saw Frozen Fever. And Dry but I did see the good dinosaur. Hat. Dry banana tippy hat. How did he? How did Kristoff say it, ladies?
1: Dry banana tippy hat.
4: Okay, never.
2: Mind. You have that to get like through Christmas. your fear to see the beauty on the other side. Or no, I'm doing the Sam <laughs> Elliott guy. I'm totally on the wrong really? guy. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, <laughs>
4: the winner makes, is. Everybody really sounds like Sam Elliott in that movie. <laughs> That's kind of true.
3: Take me, to, take her to the moon for me. Big
1: I I voted for that Very one. Very good.
3: Everyone's hearts broke in that moment and tears were flowing.
0: So I,
4: I was still waiting for him to be the bad guy, as Pixar films sort of do. Oh, the old...
0: <laughs> it uh... ruined ro- 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 how I felt about him.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what was it, the old huggy bear? Uh... Lotso hugging bear. Yeah, yeah.
4: Oh, Lotso, yeah.
1: All right, so I'm excited for this one. Me too. For the nominees of Best Score, we've see got... See how Chelsea
4: engineered it to where she did this one. <laughs> <laughs> you ought a be any sneaky,
1: Chelsea. <laughs> we've got Home, Good Dinosaur, Inside Out, Peanuts Movie, and Shaun the Sheep. And the winner is... Inside Out, Michael Giacchino.
3: Very, very good. All right, all right. Let's see, I voted for I good, good Dinosaur. dinosaur.
0: Yeah, I, I thought...
4: voted for Good Dinosaur, too. I thought good. good Dinosaur might have taken it.
2: It's so much of the movie is just, you're just listening to the score mm-hmm. while he's, like, figuring out what the hell did.
3: Good Dinosaur had around 20% of the votes, and I loved the Good Dinosaur soundtrack. I think that was one of the actual, one of the films this year where the soundtrack stood out apart from the film, where it just didn't sort of mm-hmm. in the background. It was very distinctual. But at the same time, Inside Out score was also very, very good. So, um, you know, it had... The- just the melody is very memorable for Inside Out, and you know Michael Giacchino, he's great, so you can't take it away from him.
4: I can't even remember the score for Inside Out. I saw both. It's both a lot movie of like, like
1: it's a lot of like pop, like short, times, dilato yeah. notes. Oh
4: yeah, I think I remember that.
1: And then Good Dinosaur is more, you know, fiddles and, you know, Home on the Range type.
4: Yeah, hmm. the only ones, the only Pixar movie scores I remember are, of course, Toy course, Toy Story, and then Home. Uh, not Home. Um, Up. Totally different. And then um, The Incredibles, just because we had that. We had a, the album. Where were your kids? All right. Oh, this one's a good one. You should just do this one too, Chelsea.
1: We know you. Okay. Want- <laughs> I do. All right. So, best song in a feature film. We've got "Fill the Light" from Jennifer Lopez in Home. Towards the Sun by Rihanna in Home, um, <laughs> <laughs> making today a perfect day by Frozen cast and Frozen Fever. Uh, the bet then um, feels like summer um, from Shaun the Sheep, Aww. and Better When I'm Dancing by Megan Trainer, Peanuts movie.
0: They were all really. Good. That one
1: was cute. They were all really good.
3: Well. The winner, let's, well, let's go into second place. There was a tie, nearly a tie between second and third place. Third place with 14.8% of the votes was Towards the Sun by Rihanna. Second place with just basically percentage point more, 15.7% of the votes, was Feel the Light by Jennifer Lopez,
0: Duh. I
3: think. Which made our number one with fifty six point five percent of the votes was
1: making today a perfect day for you.
2: Oh man, that's the only one I haven't heard.
1: <laughs> that's well, that's from sure Frozen good. Fever. See, I was a huge fan of um, Feels Like, like, like I've Summer. I've got to watch that. It's so good. Frozen. F- Frozen, Frozen Fever.
3: Fever is and if you have Netflix, it's on Netflix. You can watch it for free. So true.
2: One awesome. minor grievance I would, I would like to air. With, is, with the feel, with the feel, the light Jennifer Lopez song, I mentioned to Morgan earlier. like I feel like there was so much Rihanna music just jam packed mm-hmm. into that movie. That by, the time, by the time that song came, I was like exhausted. Like if they would have just done like traditional score music, and then that J Lo song came, I would have been like, yeah, this is like the song of the movie. But they were like doing so many other Rihanna songs. I was like, I felt like, I think... inundated.
1: My thought was I felt like in order to get her part of the of the contract was they had to also buy, like, three of her songs. I felt yep. like that was what it was.
3: I will do your voice for your character if I have to compose a new song for you, which is going to make me millions, I'm going to have 100% right, and you have to put five of my other songs in the film. Thank you very much. <laughs> and
4: it, yeah, it wasn't... Like, yeah, was, like, Brian Adams for Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, you know. <laughs> what is it with that? Like... You know, like Quest
2: for Camelot is like uh, the lead singer of Journey. Like we didn't hate up,
4: we didn't hate on uh, Phil Collins though for Tarzan and Brother Bears One and Two
3: because that's the one movie that got it right, right? Yeah, okay.
0: I agree. Okay. I agree. There might be a
4: couple <laughs> of other ones, but I yeah. All right, so I guess we've established it's generally annoying when one artist takes over the entire movie.
2: <laughs> but when the artist is Rihanna, it's a lot more egregious than when it's Phil Collins. Okay. <laughs> 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 My opinion. <laughs> all
4: right, all right. Okay, okay so no else? Oh, Chad, you take this one because I, I don't have cable, so I don't know who any of these guys are.
2: <laughs> okay, I know Morgan saw this first one. Best villain in a TV series is it Dagger the Deranged?
4: Dagger the Deranged.
2: Race to the Edge, uh, DreamWorks Dragon uh, Netflix series. Is it Netflix?
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, then I don't have an excuse for not uh, seeing.
2: Bill Cipher, Gravity Falls, Paradot, Steven Universe, Lord Hater, Wander Over Yonder, and the Seventh Sister, uh, Star Wars Rebels. Ooh,
3: so who do you guys think it is?
4: I,
2: think
0: oh, I a thought it was the Grand
4: way. Inquisitor in the Star Wars Rebels. I didn't know there was another villain.
3: Oh well, sorry, spoilers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bill Cipher from Gravity
4: Yeah.
2: If we were doing fantasy awards here, that's my only first point.
3: (laughs) (laughs) My favorite one is this uh, write-in vote that says the unknown. It says, you know what I'm talking about.
4: (laughs) But But that's that's not 2013. uh, Is
2: that over the garden wall? Or the... Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Black monster or whatever that thing was.
0: It's gotta be black. Just kidding. Um,
4: yeah, he's the unknown from uh, Over the Garden Wall. He was great, but I don't think he counts for this year.
1: Oh. No, he was 2014. I checked.
4: <laughs> I would have voted for him.
2: <laughs> I miss Over the Garden Wall.
4: Me too. i got to watch it again. Why, why isn't it on, D- on Blu-ray yet? All right. Breakout character for 2015. <laughs> the nominees are Tip from Home, Bing Bong from Inside Out, Sadness from Inside Out, Snoopy, the Peanuts movie. How's he a print cap character? And then Spot, <laughs> the good dinosaur. Uh, okay, I'm just going to predict it's either Bing Bong or Sadness.
3: And you're right. That Those two currently total 74.5% of the votes, but Sadness wins with 41% of the
1: votes. shit. Oh, Sadness. I voted for Sadness.
3: Sadness was a great character.
2: Morgan, I saw a couple Sadnesses out at the bar uh, where I was out for Halloween. They weren't as good as yours, though.
3: Oh, thank you, thank you. I tried. I that, huh? uh, that was a good... I did, and the thing is, I wasn't even that. those characters for Halloween. I got all the stuff, and then I ended up this. <laughs> being a vampire, dang it. I want to wear black freaking lipstick. So.
4: <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> yeah, I stuck with No Face, and, and we were um wearing Garth for Halloween. It was like the best idea ever.
1: That was, and you guys did a great job pulling that off. Shannon
4: was like a gender swapped Garth Elgard. it was amazing. <laughs>
3: All right, next up.
1: All right, um, so is it is
0: it mine? <clears throat> I, yeah,
4: we've been kind of mixing it around.
1: Okay, well, I'll just take this one. Best animated sidekick character: we've got Herb Overkill from the Minions, <laughs> Captain Schmeck from Home. Um, Bing Bong, Inside Out, Snoopy, The Peanuts Movie, and then Botch, Nash, and Ramsey. All of them are apparently in one, <laughs> as one on the, from the Good Dinosaur. Were
4: those the wrestle the wrestlers? Those were the, the were T-Rex. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay.
3: The wrestlers were the the raptors.
4: <laughs> and a yeah, no, I was asking if they were the raptors or the pterodactyls or the. Uh, I didn't think they were the T-Rex. I,
2: there were a lot Steve of threes in this. Actors. Yeah.
1: Like groups oh, of people.
2: Yeah. I like Steve Zahn a lot in that movie. Anyways.
3: All right. Yeah. So the winner is, what do you guys think?
2: Uh, either Snoopy I or Bing like Bong. I think it should be Snoopy. I mean, he's like the definitive sidekick of all of these yeah. options.
3: That is true, but he is not breakout. He got right. second place. First place was being Bong from inside out.
4: There you go. Who's your friend who likes to play?
3: Bing bong, bing bong. There you go. <laughs> All right, next one. I'll do one, just for fun. All right. Let's do the best animated character in a TV series.
0: So, Ooh. actually, i going
3: to read the nominees, because I have to find, <laughs> have to find the winners.
0: They're okay, in... your,
4: your nominees are... Ready?
3: Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, Mabel Pines from Gravity Falls, Steven Universe from Steven Universe, uh, Garnett from Steven Universe, Marceline from Adventure Time, she's still hanging around, and Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars Rebels.
3: I'll just cut to the chase, it's Mabel Pines from Gravity Falls. She had 48.3% of the votes, nearly half, which, you know, for her next four people, she still beat them. That's pretty good. <laughs> Not too shabby, let's just say that.
2: Not too
4: shabby, Mabel. I've noticed there's been nothing from My Little Pony Friendship is Magic
2: <laughs> in
4: any <laughs> TV. Not hearing a whole lot about that these days.
3: It has definitely fallen. Back two years ago, it was a big deal. And then
2: this <clears> time of year,
3: we'll talk about this in the news. Well, I don't think we'll talk about this. But um, they announced that they're going to do a feature film that comes out in a few years. And I'm like, you can't vote. Yeah. Like,
4: yeah, didn't they have a lot of time to do feature films?
3: Uh, you know what they spent during that time? They spent it doing something called Equestria Girls, which was waste of time and horror.
2: I am,
4: I am familiar with it.
2: <laughs> Speaking of Equestria and um, best animated character, I want to give a shout out to my write-in vote for this category of BoJack Horseman. Oh, BoJack people out there, <laughs> that's who I voted for on this category. Oh,
1: that was a good one. Um, so we're on best animated character in a film.
3: Best animated character in a
4: Best film. We
3: have quite animated. a few uh, d-
1: different write ins for this. So we
3: had the winner is Joy from Inside Out.
4: Oh. Joy. Um, yep. I, I'd say that's a pretty good assessment.
3: Dracula got quite a few votes.
4: Oh. Blah, blah, blah.
3: Indeed. Blah, blah, blah. I don't say blah, blah, blah. All right. So. Now let's go
1: to best voice
4: acting. <clears throat> no
1: Bill Hader. All right. <laughs> well, this isn't a TV series.
4: That's uh, right, TV series. Oh, great. Here it comes. up oh, he's not in the feature film either. All right. Let's hear it. Who's got it?
2: Not me. Chad, if you
1: want to take oh, this Okay, one. okay. Yeah.
2: Um, Alex Hirsch, Bill Cipher, Grunkle Stan, Seuss, uh, among random civilians... Uh Kristen Shaw, Mabel for Gravity Falls, Louise from Bob's Burgers, and oh, what's her name? Someone in Bojack Horseman. Olivia Olson, Marceline in Adventure Time. So much Marceline love. Yeah. She she's she's still kicking around as you as you put it. Mickey yeah. Yang, BMO, Lady Rancor in Adventure Time. And Candy in Gravity Falls, I believe. Jack McBrayer, Wander, and Wander Over Yonder.
3: Perfect. Alright, well. We do have our fans are very consistent, they like what they like, and they like bill cipher Alex Hirsch,
2: Ooh. yeah, you gotta give it to him he's doing he's doing the kind of Simpsons thing he's doing so many different characters in the show,
3: yeah uh,
2: talented young man
0: very good. Now,
3: let's go to their female cohorts, although. Oh, no. no. No, we're just... <laughs> now like... this is feature
1: film. feature film. Feature film.
4: has a separate male. Right, influence. yeah. Okay, that's interesting.
1: So, if Mason, right. you want to take both of these?
4: Oh, yeah, of course. Don't mind if I do. Best voice acting in a feature film from Males. Louis Black, who played Anger in Inside Out. <laughs> I loved him. Richard Kind, Bing Bong from Inside Out. John Hamm, Herb Overkill from Minions. Noah Schnapp, who did Charlie Brown in the Peanuts movie. Raymond Ochoa, who was Arlo in The Good Dinosaur. Justin Fletcher, Mr. Fletcher, uh, Sean and Sean the Sheep. He didn't have any lines. Pierre Coffin, uh, who voiced the Minions in *The Minions*.
3: This was actually all over the board. There's one. The winner has 32% of the votes, followed by 23 and 23%. <clears throat> but our winner is again. They like what they like. Bing Bong, Richard Kind, Aww. out.
2: One thing about that, for me personally, tell me if you guys agree or if you disagree, but when it comes to, like, the Pixar universe, I feel like when, uh, excluding, like, the, like, um what's his name? John uh, Ratzenberger? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if you're, like, a celebrity, you can only, like, turn up once. And I, when I heard that Richard Kind was doing Bing Bong, because he did um, Hopper's, like, goofball brother in Bugs Life, I was like, don't you only get one, like, Let's One show. Pixar thing. I was like, I don't, I
4: don't know. Nah, oh, man, that was over 10 years ago. It made and me feel me weird.
2: Now. It made me feel weird. I felt like something was
4: being violated. <laughs> wow. but good for him. He did a good job. <laughs>
0: huh. All right, all right
4: a strange reason to feel violated. All right. Best voice <laughs> acting in a feature film. Now for the ladies. All the voice ladies. All the voice ladies. Okay. Amy Poehler, Joy from Inside Out. Phyllis Smith, Sadness from Inside Out. Mindy Kaling, Disgust from Inside Out. Sandra Bullock, Scarlet Overkill from Minions. And Hadley Bell Miller, who was Lucy in the Peanuts movie. That's right. not the, like, original Lucy. Any... I don't know much about that, but... Well, they got all... No, the only original voice was that of Snoopy. They couldn't. I, I think they got like stock audio from him and remastered it for this film. Oh, that's cool. Oh,
3: this was a close one. First and second place. There, forty-two percent is the winner with thirty-seven percent being second place. Ooh. And Amy Fuller Joy is our winner with sadness. Oh, in second place. I mean, this is <laughs> he wants. He wants to be sad for not winning. So this was actually doing a service to the character.
4: <laughs> I think uh, I think Mindy Kaling was brilliant as discussed, but like I don't know if you get Mindy Kaling, you're good. You, like you know what you're going to get with her, so maybe it was kind of a. Yeah. It was a little more exciting to have Amy Poehler.
3: Well, let's go to the next one. Our next one is Best Animated Short, and based on results so far, let me guess it's probably either going to be a Disney or Pixar choice.
4: Right. Well, did you skip over the best animated TV show or TV special?
1: Yes, she did.
3: Apparently, I did. So go ahead.
4: <laughs> okay, best animated TV show or TV special: Gravity Falls, Steven Universe, Star Wars Rebels, Adventure Time, Dragons: Race to the Edge, The Muppets, and American Experience, Walt Disney, whatever that is. What is that? that yeah, was- I was gonna ask. Wasn't it a documentary?
3: Yeah, it was a documentary. So it wasn't a sport, but it was a TV special on.
2: Well, sounds cool I mean, can, is it on Netflix or anything or anywhere you can watch it, YouTube?
1: might be on Hulu, I haven't seen it though
2: I haven't
4: seen it either well I hope the Muppets doesn't win but I have a feeling I know who's going to win <laughs> it
2: was like the NBC show? or the ABC show? yeah, the Office, <laughs> America's the Office Muppets I I haven't seen it
3: let's see, hold on I, these got ordered like really weird it's um, <laughs> <so laughs> <my, laughs> not the order that they're in on here so, I found the winner. Our winner is Gravity Falls, 39.4%. All right.
4: I figured we... it was a pretty popular one this year. We're
2: coming up on the end. the last time it'll be eligible, guys.
1: Yeah. Right, yeah, that's right. They're ending. All right. Well, I'm moving on
3: to Best Anime in Short. Our nominees are Frozen Fever, Lava, Cosmic. Catastrophe and Sanjay's Super Team. We also do. Oh
4: man, we've got some lava haters in the chat.
3: Uh oh. I got. I might have
4: to side with them.
3: Please not lava. Please not lava. What's (laughs) wrong
4: with Mount (laughs) Waahakalugi?
3: Guys, this is surprising. The winner with 37.3% of the votes is not lava. It is Sanjay's Super Team. Oh yes, it beat
2: Frozen Fever. That's (laughs) what I voted for.
3: Frozen people was second, place, and then lava was third place. So chat room, you could be appeased. It was I earned him. myself
2: another fantasy point. I'm <laughs> doing <laughs> terribly. Fantasy
4: points.
0: Not a voice on Moving on yeah, to that,
2: that. was great. I love that. That was one of my favorite. Uh,
4: it was wild, man. I loved
2: it. One of my favorite Disney uh, Pixar
4: shorts. I really like that. Oh, uh, this next one's the big one. This one's Ooh. the
3: key. <laughs> right Want to take it away?
4: Uh, I maybe Chad should do it. He's our guest. All right. Oh, sure. Don't mess this up. Uh, best animated
2: film of the year. I'll read this one last because it's probably the likelihood one. Good Dinosaur, The Peanuts Movie, Hotel Transylvania 2, <laughs> Inside Out, Minions, Shaun the Sheep, Home, SpongeBob, Movie, Sponge Out of Water, and of course, Strange Magic.
4: Oh, Mm -hmm. strange magic.
1: Winner, right there.
3: We got, with 77.4% of the votes blowing everything else out of the water, Inside Out is your winner.
0: All right.
1: Congratulations, Inside Out.
2: It seems pretty clear that unlike the past few years, Inside Out's going to
4: get all the awards this year. Inside (laughs) Out Out is a force to be reckoned with. There were some good animated films that came out this year, but Inside Out really shown. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, now let's look ahead to the future. The most anticipated animated movies of 2016. These are pretty good. Mm -hmm. Kung Fu Panda 3. Kung Fu Panda 3 is going to rock. Zootopia. Moana. Finding Dory. The Secret Life of Pets. yes. The Little Prince, Angry Birds, Kubo in the Two Strings, Animal Crackers, Storks, Uh and Trolls, which we have heard nothing about.
3: Yes, we have. Anna Kendrick is voicing the lead. Oh,
0: that's
4: right, that's right. Oh, wow. Bring some cred to it.
3: Yeah. Okay, so, what do you guys think?
4: There's a lot of good... 2016 is going to be a crazy year in general for cinema. Like, not only are we getting a lot of cool animated films um Pixar back to doing its its um wait Disney doing two and then Pixar's just doing one right yeah but mm-hmm. still and then you know one of Dreamworks's big flag- flagship franchises is doing their third one so
1: I don't know man Well Cuba, and then there's just looks or... amazing i both. when I mean, when I, I, when I saw that trailer I was like wow the
2: 12-year-old then... boy inside of me when I saw that I was like yeah <laughs> oh, I'm excited.
3: Zootopia, your fifth most anticipated film, followed by Kung Fu Panda with 10% of the votes, followed by Zootopia, 20% of the votes. Although, I do think the sloth trailer changed a lot of people's opinions about Zootopia.
2: Oh, come together <laughs> <again> with that? <laughs> huh? What did you say there?
3: The sloth trailer for Zootopia.
4: Oh, I haven't seen that.
3: Oh, oh it's so it's good.
4: good. Well, it, stop being slothful and see it. <laughs> Which leads
3: finding Dory and Moana, and Moana takes the prize. Thirty-six <clears> people <throat> are most excited for Moana. <clears throat>
2: Figure that one.
3: Yeah, you can't can't compete.
4: Dude, I'm I'm already in love with Maui, and I know nothing about this film. <laughs> that was, little like, gift that they released point. was like
2: pretty magical. Oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> I was, go like, see that. That's pretty good. <laughs> one one frame. The one. Not frame. Bad. Oh, now
4: we're getting into actual rotoscoper stuff. Mhm. Okay, okay. Um so best animated best animation addicts podcast episode of the year, right? Okay, there's 80 there's episode 88 Shrek the Anti-Fairy Tale. Uh Kung Fu Panda 2: The Kaboom of Doom. Uh Inside Out is it really for kids? The 100th episode spectacular and episode 102 Over the Garden Wall, Candy Camouflage.
3: That's so good. So, episode one, <clears throat> two, Candy Camouflage, was second place with 19.4% of the votes. But far wow. away, episode 98, Inside Out, Is It Really for Kids, was our wow. winner. There,
0: there you go. I still like the
4: 100th episode. My
3: favorite are the two write in votes. One says abstain, meaning they do not want to vote. And another one says, I haven't seen any of them, to be honest. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> <could>
4: you <laughs> well, thanks for being honest. They're honest. Hey,
3: good times.
4: I thought the Over the Garden Wall episode was a brilliant episode. I also, wasn't was that our first video one?
3: Uh, one of our first video ones, and that was recommendation by some of the patrons. Right. I highly recommended that we check out this show. They're like, I know it's not a movie, but you need to do it. It's kind of like a movie when you squish them all together, and so we did. And I am so happy. So that was one of the the cool things about this year is that we did we started Patreon, and It's just been really great to get the interaction with the patrons, and uh, it's really elevated the show, I think. So that was a direct result of Patron.
4: Very good. I gotta go back and listen to those episodes, 102 was really good.
3: Our last category is Best Opinion Piece. So, Chad, we have an awesome set of writers on the website where they write all sorts of amazing articles, news, opinions, all sorts of things, and so we include them. In the awards, so this is best opinion piece. Now here is what they were. Number one, uh, the rotoscopers roundtable. How did you become an animation addict? This was by all of the roto writers, but mostly AJ Howell was the one who put this together. Uh, and <laughs> university. What can animated, what animated movies can teach us? Also by AJ. Next one, Pixar's future disappoints me by Pablo Ruiz.
0: That's Ooh, yeah, Pablo.
3: Did <laughs> Pixar kill hand-drawn animation in the U.S. by Brandon Smith? Wow, these are so. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> 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 <That's> <laughs> one, top seven married Disney couples by N. J. Edwards. So, mm-hmm. our winner is actually the Animation An- University. What animated movies can teach us with 21.3% of the votes. However, oh, boy, AJ. Four ranged from 19% of the votes to 23% of the votes so all of them were, you know, had a range um, even including Pixar's future disappoints me that still was at the top so there you go guys Those there you the- go congratulations AJ <laughs>
4: <laughs> look at him go alright uh, next up is the top 5 news articles of the 2015 let's see
1: <laughs> Now these were the top visited <clears throat> news articles, so you know uh-huh. when news comes up, our writers just write the news. So it's not an opinion, it's just what it is. And so I really wanted to showcase these to kind of see what was really hyped during 2015. What are the things that people really want to see, that they're so excited about and they just, it was so big that it just spread everywhere. You couldn't stop it. And so, with that, here are the top five. Should we go from five to number one? <laughs> so yeah, you go, go
0: down
4: here and you move yeah.
3: No, uh, number five is Kung Fu Panda 3. So this was done by Max on March 12, 2015. It's three. Oh, Maxie. Videos, a synopsis, a teaser trailer, and uh, basically everything. This was the very first time we heard about Kung Fu Panda 3. We got our synopsis, we got some character images, and here we are, 2016. Kung Fu Panda comes out in just a few weeks. Um, I'm excited, although I'm not as excited as I was when Rebel Wilson was doing one of the voices.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, she's not anymore.
3: Not anymore. Mm. They replaced her a few months ago. So that is really disappointing because <clears throat> I thought she was gonna be really good. And you can tell Quick,
2: get
4: her in the, the recording booth.
3: Seriously. Based <laughs> on the new trailers, um, it just the new voice doesn't seem to fit and I can just imagine mm, what we yeah. But either way, I'm still really excited for Kung Fu Panda three. Um, I think Me this that's such a great job. So, what do you guys? What are your thoughts about that?
2: The tagline is brilliant. The uh, if you've seen the movie poster, the weight is over. Weight <laughs> being, oh, I get it. And He's being fat. Overweight.
1: Yeah,
4: <laughs> I
2: love it.
1: Fat jokes. Love
2: <laughs> it. Love it. Love it.
1: I was really excited when I saw the the Chinese trailer for this. The Chinese trailer for it looks super epic. And then I did see another trailer for it, which wasn't quite as epic, but I will go with how I felt with the Chinese one, which I was like, man, this looks really, really cool. Well,
3: they do have to impress the Chinese. so They do, yes. All right, number four. This is an interesting one. Some of these, uh, you know, here it is. It was 2015, January 30th, 2015. It's been over a year since Frozen had come out, since Frozen came out in 2013. Uh, however, yeah, it still made our top five. Frozen <laughs> becomes best-selling Blu- Blu-ray in the United States of all time. No wow. shock. No shock there, and here it is, 2016, and we're probably still talking about Frozen. So
2: we it's will still everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. You walk through a Target, and there's like almost more Frozen stuff now, today, than Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Almost. All the people
3: wow. who were late on the franchising, not the franchising, the uh, merchandising bandwagon for uh, licensing. Uh they now they got on it. So anyway, yeah. we probably when we do this again next year, Frozen will probably still be on our list. So get used to it. <laughs> also in twenty, nope, never mind. <clears throat> okay, number three, Dragons Race to the Edge titles for the episodes fourteen through twenty six revealed. <clears throat> okay, so <laughs>
4: well, wow, it's very specific for being one of the top five best articles.
3: This is to- these results were based totally totally on traffic. So. Um, we did have some top articles that were old articles from, like, 2013 that still rank high on search engines, so they get a lot of traffic. But, um, yeah, so what this was is uh, Dragon's Race to the Edge, the first 13 episodes were released in the summer, and everyone was pumped and excited, and they watched those on Netflix. And season two, I guess, which were episodes 14 through 16, those, that actually gets released on Netflix this Friday. So it actually is very timely, but people were very excited about that. They just wanted to see what the the episodes were going to be titled, and a lot of people clicked. There you go. Thank
1: Enough. you, Brandon Smith,
2: for covering that story. I'm gonna check that out soon. I've been meaning to you forever.
3: It's very good. Uh, it's they're quick, you know, 20 minute episodes, and it's cute. And if you like dragons and you like the characters, you'll you'll really like it. And Brandon is actually doing a has plans for some amazing coverage for season two of Dragon's Race to the Edge. He's going to be taking over our Twitter page and, and doing a lot of interaction. Um, he's going to be doing recaps on every single episode. There's going to be a lot of community involvement, which is exciting. So if you ha- have not caught up, you have a few days to binge, which is what people yeah, want come on. best. That's
2: um, what we do. time
3: for the new season. So.
2: I know but, you do a lot of coverage of that on, you did every episode, you did reviews. Do, do you, all in all, would you recommend it?
3: Yes, I would.
2: I would recommend it. Okay, everyone?
3: Yeah, I would. I think, I mean, I don't keep up on as many TV shows as I should, animated TV shows, but that was one that I was actually really happy that I watched, so I would definitely
2: recommend it. See, I had I was a little scorned, and sorry if any of you guys are big fans, but... um. The Kung Fu Panda TV series, I I just sort of like, I was just kind of, I started watching it because I was a big fan of, of the series, and I just sort of was like, ah, I just didn't feel that that I would continue on with it. Not that it was like terrible, but I was just like, oh, I don't know. Better.
3: This is definitely better.
2: You okay. give it a meh. Good. Yeah, yeah, a little bit.
3: Give it a meh. Nice. That's
2: a... Well, I'm glad to have your uh, <laughs> vouching for it. I'm excited to watch it.
3: All right, number two. This is recently. This is from December uh, by Blake Taylor. We had a big announcement that Dick Van Dyke was going to return hosting the Wonderful World of Disney, which was coming back to ABC. Um, and this, the reason this was one of our top articles, is because you know you try to put out as amazing content every single time, but sometimes some articles just take off mm-hmm. and. One of those articles. It got shared like over fifty thousand times on Facebook alone, which wow. was one of the reasons why it's one of our top articles. But this is pretty exciting. So um, this did already happen. This was air. It aired or began airing Saturday, December twelfth at eight p.m. It made its triumphant return, and he was the host. So that was pretty pretty exciting. Um, because who doesn't love Dick Van Dyke? I Gotta
2: mean, love Dick. Come on. I confess to, like, thinking he was, like, fully dead. (laughs) And then
4: I saw him on, like, Jimmy Fallon, like, a couple months ago. I was like, oh!
3: very spry. He doesn't...
4: Only Jimmy Fallon can bring Dick Van Dyke back from the dead.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There you are, Dick Van Dyke. Just called right on out.
3: (laughs) Come on. Okay, and lastly, our number one article by far. <laughs> yes. Great. I am so excited about On oh, the 1st of April. It was announced on the 1st of April. <laughs> the writer. It is just so exciting. I've got to go back
2: and look
0: writing, at it. Chad
3: said he was a fan of Don Blue, so he should be excited for this too. Disney bought the live action rights for for Anastasia and they announced that they were making a live action remake of Anastasia which is really exciting because that means that Anastasia is now a Disney princess
1: the trouble is have come true
2: the trouble is though now all those people in all of our comment sections that were like my favorite Disney movie is Anastasia and then like all the hundreds of people that correct them now they'll be like validated and they'll not know any better
3: Except... I
2: love the people
4: who are taking this seriously. I'm reading some of the comments.
3: <laughs> which I know I should have gone in and, like, wrote April Fools at the top of the article. No, but no,
4: no, no, you can't.
3: I just, every once in a while, I look at the Google Analytics, and I see that randomly there's a big spike, you know, that more people are deciding to...
4: <laughs> Wait, is this not real?
3: <laughs> no! No! <laughs>
4: Who cares if, if we only celebrate April Fool's Day in North America and nobody in the <laughs> world knows about it? Oh, I it. thought this was real. Well
3: no, I told you.
2: I was like, I didn't hear about this until I read it today. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I kind of feel bad, but I don't. It was so well written that people are still buying it, which is great. This would, this would be great. Disney should take note. Like, hello.
4: One guy I was see, like... I don't see like, why it wouldn't happen. This one guy's like, Katy Perry would do great. I can picture her singing the Anastasia songs. <laughs> Journey to the
2: Past is one of my favorite animated songs of all time.
1: It is. It's so, so good.
2: good. I would love to see a, a, a live-action Anastasia. I think it's like one thing that would actually lend itself decently.
3: They actually like many are in the process, or this was back in 2012 that they were talking <clears throat> about this, but they were going to be doing a, a musical, a Broadway musical. But I haven't really heard anything recently, so who knows? It's probably stuck in workshopping land but mm. time a girl can dream can't she yeah right
2: <laughs> was it was... Meg Ryan that was Anastasia's voice yeah you speaking voice
3: yeah she was so, Interesting. So that is the top five news articles from the website oh my gosh. if you have not checked out the website rotoscopers.com we have a lot of really great articles opinion pieces all sorts of things the whole gamut we definitely cover for you guys so definitely check that out when you have a chance rotoscopers.com and thank you to all of the writers who you know they they're volunteer writers and they're passionate about animation and um i really appreciate everything that they do to help you know let the community know what's happening in the animation i don't so. know
0: about you i feel better when i'm dazing. yeah yeah better when i'm dazing.
3: Alright, on to the main event. This is gonna be pretty exciting.
2: Let's get a little competitive here.
3: <laughs> Chelsea, there are points now? Or brainchild, so.
1: so this this was my brainchild. I was driving back. I was I had been in, in um where was I? I was in Las Vegas and I was driving back from Las Vegas and I was listening to one of our old episodes and I was just thinking I don't feel like I've ever heard this episode, even though I was definitely on the episode. But it was just like we were saying things that was like, this is just as funny as if I were there like happening right now. I mean, I laugh at myself all the time. So that's kind of where this came from. Because I realized we as the hosts, even though we were there and we said it, we probably don't remember half the things that we have said over the last three years. We and take so... zero
4: responsibility for it <laughs> at all.
1: <laughs> and so, what I did is I I put out... Um, I asked the listeners to go through, listen to a random episode, and make up some random questions about some of these episodes just to see, just for funsies, just to see how much we remember or don't remember.
5: Mm. And,
1: as mentioned before, the wonderful Chad Lewis is here to let the game show begin.
2: Okay, yes. So they have not seen these questions. Only I have
4: oh, seen All these years of playing Catch and Fire have finally caught up with us.
2: <laughs> so... Um, I've sort of just invented my own system here. So here's how it's going to work. Okay. Um, due to the nature of being on a Google Hangout, I figured a buzzer system where everyone tries to be the first to answer would not be the best way to go. So how it's going to work is um, it's just going to go in order. I did uh, Morgan, Mason, Chelsea. That's the that's the order of, of you guys. Okay. And I'll ask a question. It'll be worth one point if you can answer it. If you can't, it goes to the next person for a steal for two points. If they can't answer it, it also goes to another steal for two points. And if they can't We're answer... it. implementing a
4: stealing system? That's great. <laughs> yeah.
2: And it, the th- and it goes to the America. third person, the steal still worth two points. I was thinking about going three, but I was thinking that's a little much and could lead to a sort of snowball situation. So we'll start it off. We'll we'll pick up... The rules are pretty simple, but we'll, we'll pick them up as we go, so... First, uh, and I'm just going to go through the questions randomly, um, I was going to set a timer for 20 minutes, should I still, is that?
3: I think uh, we're good, we'll just, we'll go till we don't want to go anymore. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to do like first to four, or like first to, f- first, to first, first to three, first to five? That's probably the best way to do it, I think.
4: That's like horse rules, you know, in basketball, so. Yeah, so five sounds all right.
2: First I, to five. Okay.
3: First of four, okay. We first of four.
2: Okay.
0: Right,
3: ready.
2: Um, okay, so the first uh, randomly selected goes to Morgan, and the questions will also be randomly selected.
4: Are these multiple choice or are they open? No, answer? no, they're I'm open really answer. good at fudging. Open they're answer.
2: open answer and they are like you know hard edged answers, so there's no fudging <laughs> going. <on. laughs> um, okay. Fudge that. What is the name? of the anime mentioned in episode 16, Spirited Away?
3: Oh, gosh. Actually,
4: there are several.
3: Okay, one... Can we, um, can we
2: consult
4: the internet for answers?
3: No. Um, anime mentioned... This I is feel, an open note. Oh, this is when Mason did... um, <clears throat> Or, like, he had this game of bizarre animes that are uh, listed That may or may not be real. He read their synopsis, and he, was it real or not? It's, so real, it's, not,
2: it's a real so anime.
4: I can vouch for that, at least. I can only think of a couple that I actually mentioned that were real.
3: I'm going to pass, because I don't. I couldn't even tell you.
2: So she's giving it to Mason for the two-point steal here.
4: Okay, can you repeat the question to me?
2: Yes. Um. What is the name of the anime mentioned in episode 16, Spirited Away?
4: Can you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> No. Okay. I'm either going to say no, Pokemon, did, but... Pokemon or or Fruit Basket. I don't know. Which one? you got to pick one. Fruit one Basket. Those... Yep,
2: that's it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's it? <laughs> 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 right. wins.
2: So Mason was Smith the second wins. one in the order, so since he got the steal, it goes now to Chelsea.
4: I'm not cocky at all, but yeah. <laughs> all right. Okie doke. Bravo!
2: What Bravo. this is to Chelsea? Oh, what were the two user. movies? What were the two movies that Morgan and Chelsea wanted to to review? Oh dear! Wait a minute! I think I might have to pick a different one, because I was struggling to like extend. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> like the question gets kind of cut off. Oh. Okay, I'll do a different one. I'll do a different one. True or false? Ooh, you get a, This is an easy one. You got hey, a 50-50 shot. I got the one? True or false? Fantastic Mr. Fox is in the
4: Criterion Collection. True. Of course it is. I made such a big deal about right. how snobby it is to own Criterion Collection. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's back to Morgan now. I need points. Yeah, she needs, she needs
2: some points here. It's I'm just cute. picking these at random, so... Okay, this is a one and three, so... Who I don't know what which episode this pertains to, but who could not pronounce tradigital? Oh, Mason! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <The other> point. <laughs> How do you say it,
3: Mason?
4: Tradigital.
3: Oh, he's learned. Well now well yeah, now it, that tradigital. he's heard it.
4: <laughs> tradigital. No, I went home that night and, and I Shanna was really annoyed about this. She can vouch for this, but I I just repeated the word tradigital. <laughs> For like thirty hours.
3: Oh, that's what I was just laying
4: in bed and I was like, "True Digital, True Digital, was like, "All right, well, it's morning. What do you want for breakfast? True All right, well, I gotta go to work. True Okay.
3: All right, we're tied. One more one. Oh no, Mason. Oh, has- Mason
2: has two because he got a steal. Ooh. Okay, let's. This see. is gonna be a short roto trivia. <laughs> Okay, this one is this one's gonna be harder. This one's to Mason here, so I'm gonna give him a harder
4: one since he's he's got a little lead. Since I'm the best, clearly I'm like Ash Ketchum, man. Caught him. Uh, prior,
2: um, I maybe uh, I just I don't I don't know if this is easier. So great, I'm prior, even intimidating the game master. 40. Prior to episode 40. Okay. W- which famous artist did Chelsea meet?
4: Which famous artist did Chelsea meet mm-hmm. prior to episode 40? Which
3: means mm-hmm. he probably mentioned it in episode 40.
4: Oh, are you helping him a little bit?
3: Oh, I don't know. Look at you. Okay,
4: this sounds like a trick question. <laughs> I want to know who submitted this question.
0: <laughs> I don't have
4: that uh, information. <laughs> Was it you, Mark? Anyway, um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, famous artist. Mm-hmm. Andreas Deja. No. No.
5: I have Chelsea. yet to meet
1: Andreas.
4: Okay, Chelsea for the steal
1: here. You know that. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I'm... no, I should have gotten that one right because now she's gonna. Steal. I'm pretty positive the you know, like. Well, I'm trying to figure out if they're trying to fi- if they were saying like artists in, like drawing, which I'm going to right. go with. You don't Donald know what like. it,
2: what kind of. Uh... You don't know what kind of artist I'm going are to go and you?
1: Because on episode 21, we did interview him.
4: Oh, that would be... Nope. Okay. This is kind of a fuzzy question. Know, hey, I'm not
3: saying you did.
5: I'm just reading. Questions
3: relating to a music artist that she met. Okay. Ah. Okay. okay 40. he was not in Nashville yet. And no. where did you go? You went somewhere or you were here? Um.
4: The Many Travels of Chelsea.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm either going to say Lindsay Sterling or David Archuleta. I know it's not David Archuleta, so I'm going to say Lindsay Sterling.
4: Everyone's met Lindsay Sterling. <laughs> Can I ask one question? Are yes. the answers provided also by the submitters?
0: Yes. Yes.
4: Is there a chance it's wrong? Because
2: yours are, answers are both wrong also. Oh.
0: Well, so I don't Mason know.
2: rounds. No, the question's are them.
4: If I know Mark, that guy probably religiously has watched every episode like 20 times. And we love yeah, you sure. for it. Apparently is uh, Alice Cooper.
1: Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, that's
4: right. You did. I made such a big deal about you meeting Alice Cooper.
1: Oh. So out for oh, summer.
4: We're... Is Alice. he as cool? Did I? I remember asking this, but it, it remind me: Is he as cool as he is in Wayne's
1: World? Oh, he totally is. Like okay, everything cool. we see in Wayne's World is how he is, and he's just like sitting around. Sup, what's up? What's up? you like? you know, we're we're like, doing... like? We're not worthy. <laughs> What do you think? Uh, I don't, well, the thing is, when I was, I did a commercial with him, and he, like, there were several of us in this group, and he was just, like, doing these. Uh, he was just telling stories, like, of just his rock and roll days. And there were three of us there, and these other people that were... The two other guys that were there, they were just, like, stone-faced, not even moving, just staring at him, you know? And I'm used to being on the podcast, and so I'm just like, oh,
0: yeah! Well,
4: it's spent like, two years talking to people, talking to strangers on the street, so...
1: Right, exactly. And so, like, I am so... When you watch the the actual video of that one, it's so obnoxiously loud, and I'm so obnoxiously like, oh, yeah, oh, my gosh. I'm so embarrassed about it. But, yeah, that is Alice Cooper. He's fantastic. Dang it. I, I wish uh-huh. I would have gone in that direction. I forgot that I would met him.
2: <laughs> All right, so a bit of, uh, to recap the scores here, Morgan's got one, Mason's got two, Chelsea's got one, and the question is to Mason here, and I've got one about himself, so... Where you can get this one. In which uh, episode of the Animation Addicts podcast does Mason do you perform an operatic rendition of "You've Got a Friend in Me"
4: from Toy Story? <laughs> I don't even remember doing that.
1: <laughs> an operatic rendition. Was oh, it
4: some joke about Josh Groban or something? <laughs> <Don't>
1: no. <know>.
4: Um, <laughs> Okay, what episode, what episode number?
2: Uh, The episode title or number, either we'll will do. Or not the title, but like the co-
4: what you were covering. Yeah, okay. i got to be careful about this one. Is there a time frame? Is it just any episode?
3: No No question. No. <clears throat>
2: it's a certain episode number.
4: Morgan, I wonder if Morgan, Between do you remember my, uh, and all the questions? For Morgan and I would uh, quiz each other with Disney quotes. And I would always ask follow-up questions like, pre- or post-Aladdin. was <laughs> <laughs> a good benchmark. Uh, I love to have the advantage with these kinds of things, and I will do anything to get it. But yeah, um... Okay. You've got a friend in me, opera style. This sounds like a trick question. No comment. Can I phone a friend? Um, you can... If Chelsea and Morgan want to help you, they... They can. Shanna, get on your laptop. Um, let's <laughs> see. I think it was, no was... Well, I don't technically win if I get this one right, but Morgan will pull ahead by a significant number. And that well, number you is... Chelsea's to steal first. Okay. I don't remember doing it for Toy Story 2, so I'm saying Toy Story 1. No? Nope.
1: No, it wasn't in Toy Stories. Um... Chelsea for the steal. And I'm wondering if it wasn't a blooper either, because I'm pretty good at those. I'm just gonna throw the, you know, um, How to Train Your Dragon out there. I don't know. Mm-mm. What
2: if I give the episode number? Will that be too much of a?
1: After, after Morgan.
3: After I guess, and then you'll say the episode number, and whoever can be the first person to know the episode number. So I'm going to say Aladdin.
2: No.
3: Okay, so what's the episode number?
2: I'm going to give the episode number and a hint. That will be fair for you all. Um, Episode number 39, not a Disney movie.
3: Pokemon. uh, How to Train Your Dragon.
1: uh,
2: Madagascar. It's kind of a more forgotten... uh,
4: Animated movie, even though it's recent.
1: Castle. Um, pretty nice recent.
4: Morgan's the only one who's guessing. Brave. Uh, I'll slowly begin to describe the premise of the movie and first person. Oh, movie. wow. You really got to
0: stretch this one out. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, let's hear it.
0: On the first movie. When
2: these
4: fabled holiday
2: characters oh, come. of the Guardians. Rise of
1: the, the Guardians. R- yeah, of the uh, Guardians.
2: Uh, now, does he get steal points for this or not? No. I'll go a regular uh, I,
1: yeah. He does... No. Okay. So, point 0.5 oh, points.
2: All right. Since Mason got it, goes back to Chelsea.
4: Morgan's okay. getting.
3: No, I don't think Mason counts. I don't think that counts. You gave us way too many
0: hits.
4: Oh, yeah. does not count for a real point? Yeah, let's just no. do a totally new one. Totally new one. Come on. Okay. Whose question was that uh, originally? That was mine originally. Yeah. Okay, so it's Chelsea's question here. Um. What is? Oh man, this is a.
2: That's a softball there. Uh. Who said that's literally loss of data?
1: That's literally loss of data? Morgan <laughs> said that. No, wait, 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 wait. No,
4: nope,
0: that's her final but answer. Would,
1: no, Mason said because it was on Dang Morgan's it. rant. It was, Morgan was ranting <laughs> about how bad the digital conversion of Cinderella was and Mason was like, what, really? That is literally loss of data. <laughs>
4: Whenever someone mm-hmm. says something nerdy and something very sassy with the word literally in it, it's always me. Yeah, so three, two, one,
3: or Morgan has one point, Mason has two, Chelsea has three.
4: Holy now cow, three, two, I never thought I'd see the day. Wait, Chelsea only has two by my.
2: Head. Yeah,
1: I only have two. I was oh. going to go with it, but...
4: <laughs> I was going to go with Nothing. it, but
2: I'm like, I should probably use the non Okay, so this is to Morgan.
1: Tie it up.
2: In episode 71, a listener emailed you about a new animated mascot that Mason said should be selling Happy Psycho Pills. <laughs> what? And this actually makes sense to me, because I've kind of thought something similar. Happy
5: what the what? Animated mascot. That
2: should be- <laughs> a new i should got to write these mascot. ideas down. A new animated <laughs>
4: mascot that should be selling Happy Psycho Pills.
3: While well, I'm thinking, your audio is kind of going robot
0: ish.
4: Yeah, you sound yeah. like a robot, my friend.
3: But let me think. A new animated mascot. What was that again?
4: Happy Psycho Pills? <laughs> happy selling Happy Psycho Pills. I shouldn't have been a pharmacist. <laughs> I'll
3: just say Bing Bong, but I know that's wrong. A mascot. No,
4: definitely not. Episode 71.
3: Oh, he's not a bat. He's not a mascot. What am I thinking?
4: That's, it's like a mascot for. Oh. Uh, I know who it is. I know who it is. Mason for the win. Here it comes. Um, yeah. You me point, is She
2: gonna take a guess.
3: I'll take a guess. I will say. I got it. I win. I don't know. I I fail at life.
4: No, you just don't win. <laughs> so Mason for the steal put him at four points. Uh, for the steal, uh, the Happy Meal mascot from McDonald's. <laughs> I was like, who would be the only one who's happy and psychotic at the same time? <laughs> it's so freaking happy.
0: Meal. That's I'm right. Like,
1: no, then we for. like showed the picture, and he was like, oh, weird. It was really, like,
2: yeah, it is creepy. I wish I wish it could be shown on screen that is actually.
1: Creepy.
4: Oh, it can. How do I screen share?
1: <laughs> let's just do one more. Just for just for funds.
4: Alright, one last question here.
1: He's so horrible. Well, one more round, so Mason and then myself. Or well, Mason got
2: the seal, so it's to you, Chelsea. Okay. Uh let's see. You wanna? You wanna Wait, uh, to talk, a really hard we one? We need
1: to see this.
4: <laughs>
0: Safe ah, okay. Yeah, there it is. <laughs>
4: awesome.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, <laughs> that's creeper. All right. <laughs> All right. Which of you three gave the good dinosaur the lowest rating?
1: Oh. That is going to be me. How do I
4: get off a screen share? Final answer.
1: Final answer.
2: That's correct.
1: I've I've realized I've been very down on a lot of movies lately.
2: So are we going through another rotation? Are we calling
4: it or what?
3: One more for me, and then well, no, I, I started so.
4: No, you gotta you gotta redeem yourself. Okay,
2: well,
3: one
5: last. All
4: right, all right. All right. Let's see.
5: My one point. <laughs>
4: Morgan is just so concerned with, with running the rotoscopers that she doesn't have time to... Go to the rotoscopers. I think this is kind of a fun
2: one. In Howl's Moving Castle episode, in the Howl's Moving Castle episode, which item did Mason drop in his pineapple juice?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> I remember that.
4: What what item did I drop in my pineapple juice during the Hal's Moving Castle episode?
1: Here's a hint. It was a blooper. Is that too specific of of these questions? I
4: can't even remember, man. No. That ship has sailed. I'm I'm no longer a pineapple (laughs) juice guy. It was a blooper. I remember it. I'm Dr. Pepper Zero, man. Or Dr. Pepper the the manly version or whatever it is.
3: Let's say he dropped his...
6: It, don't has, say something dentures.
4: To, it yeah. has something to do with a popular movie from last year. I don't even remember. Can I say what it? I'm looking around like
1: this. Can I get the steal? Chelsea, take it away. If Chelsea gets the Aww. steal, that'll give her
2: that'll give her a true win.
1: I dropped my don't, Lego don't. man into the pineapple oh. juice.
4: <laughs> that's uh, that's it. That's five yeah. points. <laughs> Boy, I gotta dig me back up. I made a little, I made a Lego representation of myself. Maybe that's where he went (laughs) with pineapple juice. He never came back.
1: That is one thing I do miss about our new format is we don't have nearly as many bloopers as we used to. Those were good times. (laughs)
3: going to wrap this up, but before we do, we have a few voicemails from the listeners, so I just wanted to play these, because they were so nice to send them in, and our first one is from Frank, so let's get it.
6: Hey, little Scorpus, this is Frank, just want to start off by saying Happy New Year to you guys, just wanted to say that how much I enjoyed the website, this podcast especially, Watching the live ones and seeing you, Morgan, Chelsea, and Mason interacting with each other with you guys, amazing, amazing chemistry. Uh, looking back at some of those podcasts, I really enjoyed the Pride of the Chance and Meatballs episode. I thought that was one of your funniest ones you did that year. I also really like the Fantastic Mr. of Fox one, just because I'm a fan of Wes Anderson, and it's interesting to hear what you guys take, your guys' takes on his style especially in the art of of animation. And looking back at last year, as far as the animated movies go, it wasn't as strong of a year as 2014, but we still had some good ones. I loved Inside Out. I admit, I, I cried while watching it. I also enjoyed the Peanuts movie, and I also liked The Good Dinosaur, which is another thing about your podcast, is that I'm glad that you guys gave a a fair, unbiased review of that movie, because I felt like many critics and audiences I felt were too harsh on that movie, but I felt like you guys were even little more valid about the movie. As far as this year into up to 2016, I'm looking forward to Kung Fu Panda 3, Zootopia, Finding Dory, Cobbling the Two Strings, and my most anticipated is *Moana*, just because... It's it's the new Disney musical, and we haven't seen one in three years, and to me, that's what Disney is best at, so looking forward to that. Just wanted to say Happy New Year, you guys. See ya. Thanks, Frank.
4: Frank. So
3: Frank is actually in the chat and says, that's why I'm really voicemails. No! That was an awesome voicemail. Um, lots of good things. He, re, you know, he, the year in review, films that he liked, he didn't like. He agreed with everyone else who said Moana is one of their most looked forward to films for next year. Um, and so, guys, what do you think? Just one of the things that stood out for his question was: Do you think 2015 was a better, worse, or equal year to 2014 for animation?
1: I'm going to say it was lower in as a whole. Even though there were several things about Inside Out was probably I liked better than anything that happened in 2014.
3: Very nice. Very nice. All right. Any other thoughts?
5: I agree. And we will jump right into Sarah. Hi, Rogers Coopers. It's me, Cher again, and um, I'm here to leave a voice for your um, Best of 2015. I started in 2014. Episode. Um, it's officially so been every year since I started listening. Yay! You guys have just made this year so special, and I just want to thank you enough for all the joy it brought me. And it's just been such a good year, and you guys are to thank. Um, what a year this has been with the podcast. it has been awesome. Um. Some of my favorites for staying Watership Town. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I just love listening to you guys every other week. It's just the highlight of my week when you guys do your podcasts. I just um, want to thank you guys for being so awesome. And um, I love you, Morgan, Nixon, and Chelsea. Merry late Christmas. I'm leaving this before Christmas, though. And, uh, yeah, bye.
4: Hi, Sarah. We love you too.
3: Sarah was a staple this past year in the Animation Addicts podcast. She left a review for nearly every.
0: Uh
4: oh. Wait. Robot voice is taking over, man. <laughs> no, we can't even hear you anymore, Morgan. Take it away. Someone take it away. All right. Just. So, Sarah, we appreciate you so much, and we love hearing your input. And keep on sending us your voicemails, because we love hearing your voice.
3: All right. Can you hear me now?
4: Yeah. You sound okay. great.
3: I just muted and then unmuted. And our last one is Vanessa from Canada.
4: Canada?
5: Hi, Uh It's Vanessa from Canada, just calling to leave a quick message for your end of your show. Um, I just really wanted to congratulate you on another awesome year. Um, you guys had so many good episodes this year. I wish I could laugh left more horse but, ugh, life. Um, anyway, other than that, uh, you know, I just wanted to also thank you for all the hard work that you guys put into um, all of the episodes and just everything that you do for your community because, you know, it, it really shows. Um, this is one of my favorite podcasts, and... Every single time I see a new episode pop up on my feed, it totally makes my day. Um, Yeah, I I guess uh, there's uh, really not much else for me to say, but I just really want to say uh, I hope you guys have an awesome Christmas. Um, Happy New Year, and I can't wait to see what else you guys have in store for us in 2016. Um, Yeah, so thank you, and Bye. (laughs)
2: Yay! Thanks, I love when she was just cuz like. Cause, life. <laughs> hey,
4: man. It was great.
0: Life.
4: Loved it. So true. It is true.
3: Before we wrap up, I wanted to do one last thing that we got, and I did share this with Mason and Chelsea, but we got, we have a PO box, and really it's just for um, things that get sent to us for reviews and and whatnot, just so that way we have a place that we can access mail and whatnot. So. But, yeah, basically what PA boxes do, and we don't really get a lot of fan mail from there, which is fine. But we did get a package this past week, and I really wanted to show it to you guys because uh, I thought you guys would appreciate it. And it was this box, and if you're watching the video, you can see this on my screen. So there was a, it was wrapped in Christmas paper, and there was a box inside.
4: Ooh, what's in the box?
3: Inside the box, so Where here's
4: the, here's
0: the soap.
3: and. Uh, basically, it's his name is Thomas Levitt. He works for Walt Disney Animation Studios, and he, I won't read the note, but he said thank you for the podcast. that helps on my commute to and from work. Thank you so much for all that you do. And he had this gift, and he said this is a gift that was given to me. He started working there at the studio um, in 2000, or during Big Hero Six. So Frozen had already been released, but so they gave him this gift, which was kind of this paperweight um, for Frozen. And it just says frozen logo, and then the date that it came out. And he's basically said, "I was given this, and I needed to find a proper for it, so I thought of all of you." And my says, "You can draw straws, or put it in Roto Headquarters if that exists." (laughs) So
2: he's even got like a teal kind of paper there.
3: Oh well, yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I wanted to say publicly say thank you to Tom Thomas because this was really awesome that he sent this and he thought of us and, and now we got to roll to the death to see who holds the Frozen <laughs> right now it's me it's how I access my superpowers
4: <laughs> wow
1: awesome so, thank you so much I that, was really sweet and that he went out of his way to ship that and, and that us.
4: is so special, oh my gosh
1: yeah for sure I did want to make one other announcement about the, uh, you know, the Chad was such a great you know, help for us to come in and help us with Roto Trivia. It, we are going to be going through all of the questions that were not asked and because there are quite a few that he didn't get to. There were over like 50 questions and so we're going to well, go through all of the questions that were not asked and we're going to be creating a test and for everybody just we're going to have it posted up on the website tomorrow and anybody over the next 2 weeks until our next podcast if you want to take the test to figure out who is the biggest animation addict fan who knows all about the animation addicts podcast the top 3 winners will all receive t-shirts
0: Whoa. so, so well, be Alfred, ready for that
1: yeah.
0: for me today, I'm
3: All right, well, we want to say this is the end of our Best of 2015 episode. Not Best of, it's just year-end episode. It's really a grab bag. We did a lot of things here, and I think the best part was having Chad here. He joined us when he was sick, and I was really excited because this is the first time. Like, we've all seen each other online, and we tweet each other, and we watch each other's videos and whatnot, but it's just really nice when you get to kind of see someone virtually in (laughs) person, I guess. (laughs) Thank you so much, Chad. It was really fun.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. It was really fun to be here. And um, uh, ditto to the virtual meetings. It was great to hang out with you guys. And uh, a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you'll have me back sometime next year.
3: Yes, we'll have to, if you have a favorite animated film or a new one that's coming out, let us know and we'll bring you on. But tell people where to find you so they can subscribe and check out your
2: videos. Uh, uh, yeah, just uh, I'm on Twitter, at LeeTunes, and uh, YouTube at uh, LeeTunes. Pretty uh, that's all there is to it. Come and check out some of my videos, and maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't.
3: Whoa, that's, go- that's going a bit too far. I don't know about that. But... <laughs> <laughs> all right, so everyone, you can find all the show notes of this episode at rotoscopers.com slash uh, 112. If you want to tweet about this episode, use the hashtag AnimAddicts, or if you want to tweet about this specific episode, hashtag AnimAddicts112. Also, uh, you can support the show by going to roaddiscovers.com support. That's where you can find all the links to our Amazon affiliate link, our Audible link, and, of course, Patreon. I think the biggest thing this year was Patreon. And, you know, Lou, Lou, Chad, it's... Bad. it's
0: <laughs> Lou. <so> Louie.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all good. It's all good. He's
3: one of our patrons, so we appreciate it. Whether it's a dollar or, you know, however much you have, it just helps, you know, keep the show going. And we appreciate the support. It helps us you know, make the show better. And we are uh, our next goal is to be able to do a weekly or bi-weekly news show where we'll review, talk about, you know, if you like the different news that we talked about in this episode, we're going to do that on a weekly, bi-weekly basis. Um, so think about supporting if that's something you'd like to see us add to the show. And, of course, you can find us on Stitcher and iTunes. Be sure to leave us a review there. And... Of course, you can find us all on Twitter. I'm at Morgan Stradling on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all the places. Uh, Chelsea is at Chelsea Robson. You can also go to ChelseaRobson.com to check out her website to see how you can see her at a venue near you. And then Mason is Mason SMTX on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, and, sorry, Instagram. All the good places. So. And, of course, our special guest host, Chad. He's at LueTunes on YouTube and Twitter. And, of course, I will include all of these links in the show notes at RoseOvers.com slash 112. Thank you guys so much for joining. I can't wait for what 2016 was great, not only for animation but for the podcast. Uh, thanks again for those who have joined us live in the chat. We've had a ton of people who have been. we've been chatting back and forth with them, and it's been really fun. So thanks again for the support. Next yeah. week is The Box Trolls. Mm. Oh,
4: The Box Trolls. Trolls.
3: And that is on Netflix. So if you want to check it out before we record we're recording next Tuesday. It is on Netflix. You can watch it for free. And, and definitely send us a voicemail, rotoscopers.com slash voicemail. is how we can do that. Alright guys, until next time,
4: we, we are, are the Rotoscopers! And Chad! And Chad!
0: And, me. and little L- me